This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Right, Chris. I was there when we were shit. I mean, I thought we got past those days, um, but apparently not. What a load of fucking shit was that? Top, you need to grow a pair of balls. If you want to be able to say that you are head now of this huge, huge corporation, then you you need to grow a pair. You need to grow a pair and sack him. 
Okay, so it might cost you a bit of money. How much is it going to cost you if we go down? And we're going to look at the table later. And believe you me, we are not that far off going down. We have, you know, we, we didn't know what was going on in the summer. Top, that was your fault. You know, you should have come out and explained, but you hid behind whatever you were hiding behind. And you told us at the Man United game, which was the same game or the game that was being played on transfer deadline day for the summer. So we couldn't really do say much. But, you know, we kind of understood it. We understood where you were coming from when you finally came out and explained it to the fans. But two new central defenders, a right winger, a left back. We said there should be no excuses after, after that transfer window. And it looked like we were starting to do things right. We beat Villa. We beat Spurs. But <laughs> that said, who isn't at the moment? So maybe that wasn't the big thing that we thought it was. The worst club at kickoff, the worst club in the league have done the double over us. Just let that sink in for a minute. Done the double over us. We have played 25 games we've lost 15 of those we've lost more than we have won or drawn a third more 24 points we are three points off the relegation zone which is Everton, Southampton and Bournemouth all on 21 I've got to be honest with you if I was a neutral I'd be having the time of my life because <laughs> you're not going to dog in the race the top and the bottom of the most exciting exciting Premier League for years and let me just say this first of all congratulations to Southampton um, got to say at the end of the day they took the chance they scored um, they missed the penalty they didn't let it get them down um, this superb coach that we have, allegedly, was outthought, out-tacted, that's not a word probably, but out-tacted by somebody that wouldn't make the, couldn't make the grade at Watford. And he was outthought by him, outplayed by him. He was outplayed by Mikel Arteca when Mikel Arteca hadn't even got any experience as a manager. He was outthought by a guy who was a standing manager at Bournemouth and wasn't even a manager. Oh, this is a great coach that we've got, isn't he? Do you know what? I, I was just looking here. The Leicester Mercury headline. And this was from earlier on today. Brendan Rodgers to be new manager to make success of Leicester City reset. <laughs> we need a new fucking manager, Brendan, not you. You know, if we need a refresh, if we need a reset, it starts at the top. Now, you can blame the players. You can say, well, you know, they did this, they did that, and Kelechi had a bad game. Yes, he did. Uh, Jamie Vardy, impact sub. Is he fuck? He's a non-impact sub. He's awful. Let him go at the end of the season. Don't give him another season because he does fuck all when he comes on. 19 touches against Blackburn in 80-odd minutes. You cannot sack 15 players. 
it's impossible. You can't. So what you, the only person you can sack is the manager. And it's the manager that has to make the decisions. He's the one that stands or falls by the decisions he makes. And at the moment, he's spending more time on the floor than a fucking prostitute on double time. I mean, I just, I just I put this out earlier. I just want to say this this sums it up. For me, this definitely sums it up. So, Victor Christiansen. Oh, he's injured at the training ground. 100 fucking million pounds on the training ground. All it does is injure players. We've got more people getting hurt at our training ground than Dr. Chipman added his much surgery in Manchester. Maybe we should employ Dr. Shipman. Maybe he could actually put some life into our players. I mean, fucking hell, what are we doing with them? What was wrong today, Brendan? Was the weather too hot, too cold, too wet, too dry? Like I said earlier, he was out-tacted by a coach who didn't last at Watford. We can't beat a team that Grimsby Town beat. Ask yourself where they are in the league. Go and check it. We can't beat the team that they beat. The bottom club do over, do the double over us. No league goals in 270 minutes. No shots on target in 180 minutes. No specking clue. Brendan, fuck off out of our club. I tell you what. I'd have Claude Puel back tomorrow. Yes, it wasn't the most exciting football, but you're telling me that is? And David Chapman, who came into the chat earlier on when I was doing the watch-along, and said he couldn't stay because I was blaming Brendan. Who the fuck are you, mate? A, it's about opinions. And you didn't have an opinion, you just slated mine. And B, you're telling me that Brendan knows what he's doing? You are really saying to me, Brendan is the man to get out, us out of this. Look at that picture, right? That That is not a daffodil for St. David's Day. That No, no. You know what that is? That's his clown flower. If the fourth official comes up to him, he beats his chest and it squirts water out into his face because he's a fucking clown. That's what he is. And look, you know, you don't think that we are in trouble. Look at that. Look at that. This was a game we could have won. This was a game we should have won. You know, West Ham got beat. Leeds got beat. Everton may get beat tomorrow. Bournemouth got beat. I've got to say, look, you know, Arsenal, yeah, I was a bit annoyed with the way they played against us last the other week. Um, but... Do you remember when Leicester sides never gave up? Do you remember when Leicester sides played and played until that final whistle? Well, to be honest with you, if you go back, you'd have to go probably go back pre-Prendon Rogers for those sorts of times. That's what is the difference between a team that's fighting for the championship and a team that's fighting to keep the shorts up. And we are not the we are the not the former by any stretch of the imagination. We are fucking awful. Brendan needs to go. He needs to go now. Top needs to grow a pair of balls and get out there and sack him. I tell you something. I tell you what. 
And I jokingly, I jokingly said this to Rob Tanner. Uh, I sent him a thing. I sent him that, and he goes, "There's a lot of people saying much the same." I thought, I bet there is. Tell you what, not only would I have Prov back, bring Peter Taylor back. Get Junior Lewis's as an assistant manager. Could he do any worse? Brad, good evening. Evening, mate. Thank God you didn't start the sentence with the word good evening because there's nothing good about it, is there? Do you know what? Okay, it's all is... yours. I've had my I've had my say, it's all yours. Uh, right. You, you know what's funny, right? And I can already see it, because I know I know there's people out there that that, that are the ultimate optimists and I, I if we, I implored your insanity having the, the optimism supporting Leicester at the same time because it kills your insanity supporting Leicester, right? People are saying, right, will instantly come out and say to us saying Roger's out and those that are in agreement with us, right? They'll say, but he was out there. Well, who's worse than Roger's? Because there ain't many. Who's doing a worse job than Roger's? Because there isn't many. And, and, and look, I will ever be grateful for where he's taking his club and... and and you know the journeys we've had with him, but I don't know what went wrong around 2021, 22, probably even just before that. I don't know what went wrong after that, then first two and a half seasons because he's just done something and he stuck to it and it stinks and it's doing my head in. It, it, you know, Leicester City should come with its own health warning because it's not good. When you're struggling, it's really not good. Being so passionate about a football club, it really isn't. Because it's just watching that. And, you know, they scored, Chris. And you're watching the rest of the game like, yeah, we know where this is going, don't we? 1-0 Southampton. I kiddingly joked in, in a pre-match post, which I usually do, to one of the Southampton mates who went, you don't even need to turn up your beaters. I said, congratulations on your 1-0 win. With Jay Paul, Jade Ward Prowse goal. I was close. You were close. Sadly, I I, I'm scared at how accurate I was because that was the true me. And I think I might start doing it in predictions, mate. Because while they're showing me no faith in effort, I think I'm going to abandon my old blue tints when it comes to predictions with Leicester from now on. Do you know what? I was doing the watch, as you know, I was doing the watch along. You popped in. And thank you very much, like I say, for uh, for joining the membership. Anybody? Oh got yeah, you? no See, yeah, my phone's given up. My phone's <laughs> up. It's a Leicester fan. My phone. You can tell it. it's just given no, up. Don't worry. It'll be all right on the night. It's not live, Brad. We'll cut that bit out. Don't worry. They won't notice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, if anybody wants to become a member, it's one ninety nine. Um, I've merged all bronze, silver, and gold into one and made it all the bronze prizes. Price, and uh, you get a few specials by joining as Brad uh, and uh, Nate did earlier. Thank you very much. I said in that we started off really well at the start. I felt there's only one team in it, and that was us. And I said when we started missing those chances, and I don't want I don't want anybody to say. Yeah, but if Kelsey, if, if Kelsey, if, if Kelechi had scored a goal, it would have been different. Of course it fucking would, but he didn't. That's the aim of the game. And, yeah. No, no, no. What I know now, though, Chris, it, it, this is why it worries me even more, right? Because after that 20 minutes, 
where we were in control of the game, did did it feel like Leicester's necessity was we have to score in that opening 25 minutes to get the fans on their back to take control of this game? Because after that, I don't remember a sustained spell of decent pressure from Leicester. I really don't. And I'm sorry to say it, but Kel had a horror show today. He, he had a horror show. Not that anybody else was much better. No. He, he, he did have a horror show. It was... Do you remember that game against Man City when the old, old goal came out and he somehow put it five yards wide, which ironically gave them the title? Well, that was reminiscent of that performance and he had more chances. So, yeah. Uh, well, as I say, I just... I said, you know what's going to happen, guys? And I don't know, Nate's not back in here now, uh, but uh, he will back me up on this. Anybody who was in the chat earlier will hopefully back me up on this. I said, you know what's going to happen? This was at 0-0. I said, we're going to miss all these chances. Southampton will get a goal and we'll go in at half-time 1-0 down. I called it and what happened? I mean, I thought we'd got a penalty before that. I thought... Um, Madison was taken down, um, and I thought the, the, the referee pointed to the spot. I saw Madison smiling. I didn't realise it was a smile of incredulity um, because he didn't get it, and it was he was pointing for a goal kick. Um, and then, not two minutes later, they got a penalty, and it was a penalty. Yeah, because. Whether, you know, he... Well, I don't know what he's supposed to do with your hands these days, but his arm was out. But the fact of the matter was, it hit his arm and it went out of play. You know, it wasn't the fact that he was doing it on purpose, but it still put it out of play. It was a clear penalty. Uh, James Ward-Prowse stood up. Who's going to knock Ward now? Well, some people still are, mate. Believe it or not, shockingly enough, there are still people out there saying Danny Ward's not a Premier League goalkeeper, but he made a very, very good penalty save. And the most disappointing thing about the penalty save was not 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 what followed four minutes later. That that was that was the number one disappointment, should say. But the most disappointing thing was I was sat knowing what I know now as well, right? I'm sat there thinking, looking back at that penalty, I'm thinking, I wouldn't have mattered if it was at the other end. It wouldn't have mattered if it had been Leicester missing that penalty. The momentum would have still shift. You never felt that Leicester were going to take impetus in any energy from that. They were so lethargic today, even when they... And I know we'll get on to it. But in the 83rd minute, when we woke up and started to attack them, when it was way, way, way too late, we were lethargical game. And that is a concern. The team had no energy about them whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I called him. I called him there. I was talking to to to, to a Red. I can't. I apologise if he's in now. I can't remember your full name. It was Red something. Was his YouTube name, and he was sort of saying, "Get Vardy on, get Vardy on." And I was saying to him, "Look, you know, nineteen touches against Blackburn, a heat map that you could hardly see. It was like one bar on an electric fire, equivalent to a raging, you know, inferno." Yeah. Uh, I said. What's he? Got? I said he's, you know, he's had one goal all season. He came on, and I, and I didn't notice him. I think he only saw him have about one touch. Let him go at the end of the season. Don't give him another contract because he's even bloody useless as uh, as an impact sub. Yet yeah, Dak is not much better. <laughs> I can't, you know, but he would have run at that defence. 
Vardy to me, I mean, he hadn't even got the energy yeah, but, to run on the pitch. Chris, the thing is, this is like the third, fourth week in a row, and it's probably the 10th, 11th, 12th, 15th time this season we've ended up saying this. What the fuck were his substitutions all about? Right? Because this is what I was saying. I know you like to, to, to probably start on it when we do properly delve into it. Hmm. And I'm kind of jumping ahead of gun here. But we put out a positive... We put out a positive 11 with a negative tactic. It baffles me. You know, nil-nil, penalty scare, good save ward, doesn't change anything. 1-0, Southampton, half-time, no energy, doesn't change anything. Makes like-for-like like changes, makes some baffling substitute choices, but then just reverts them into the positions for the player he took off anyway, so it didn't change anything. Continue to do that until the 83rd minute. Someone remind me how how that's managerial niche of any level. Why, where, where's the where's the where's the badges? Where's the education? Where's 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 the knowledge and understanding of the game that he's so called learned and and got the badges to prove that he's learned in be, that? You'd be calling our uh, our, our experienced ex excellent British coach. Experienced fucking knows, mate. Excuse my. <laughs> Frank. No, you swear, mate. I've fucking been swearing all day. Half time, one nil down. It wasn't. A, it wasn't the best penalty. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, that one move that Southampton had was absolutely was a joy to watch. If I hadn't been a Leicester fan, I mean, it split open the defence. The guy saw the gap. He ran through it. Alcaraz. Um, <laughs> it was one nil. Half time, Barnes come off. Yeah, he wasn't having a brilliant game, but then I say who was. Pratt came on, but he took um I'm coming to it where he took Tete off, moved Pratt over to the right wing, because he was on the left. Uh, and doing okay, I thought. Uh, in fact, I tell you what, he was the only player to me that actually showed any intent. Um, and then he sticks Madison on the left. Now Football's all about opinions, okay? And I'm not saying my opinion is ever right. I am but a mere fan of 60-odd years old. But I can only say what I think. And I think Madders is better playing in the middle where he can go all over and cause mayhem. So what do we do 1-0 down? We shift him over onto the wing. But all he wants to do is come in on his other foot anyway. Am, am I alone on that, or would you say I, you, I've got a point? You've got a point because the man himself, Mr. Brendan Rogers, um, even came out and said, you know, when we started getting a few players back, you know, just, just for a silly couple of weeks because it's never long with Leicester with their training regime and injury list. But even he's come out and said it's better for us when Madison's available to play in the middle. So why was he available to play in the middle? And you deliberately put him out wide. It, this, this, this is what I mean, right? Normally, right? Because Leicester played in, what, a 4-2-3-1, whatever yeah. it was. 4-2-3-1, right? Yeah. They, they brought off both wingers for a centre-mid slash technically available to play at right mid, but essentially a centre mid, right? It's a, a right ring or off 
for another striker. So you've got two strikers, you've got two centre mid players, two central defensive mid players, no width. So you're thinking, oh, this is going to be a very narrow approach. Maybe they're going to go two up front. Maybe they're going to stretch the play. They're going to take the defensive mids, push them in, in the midfield, and it's going to be like a weird 4-2-2-2. Two, two, two. And, and against bottom of the league, Chris, right, I'm just going to quickly quickly be able to show you here with some dots, hopefully. I'll, I'll, I'll um, see if I can just quickly draw up the dramatic changes, just in case you missed them to that, to that, 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 um, that standard and quality lineup. So we had two defensive midfielders, we had a three across the front, and then a one up front. So after all, all them changes, I'm just going to quickly tap over here so I can hide some personal information. <laughs> yeah, but, please, don't, uh, please don't let any further. I don't know if you can see that. You probably can't, which wastes me time. But look, there's, there's no change in how we went about it. There's a back four, there's two centre defensive midfielders, there's yeah. width with no wingers, and then there's one striker when we've got two on the pitch. Oh, well, maybe that's why we got it wrong, Rogers, because you don't change shit when you bring on the players. Like What's the like. point? Yeah. Like for like. Mendy, just like for like, it's just repetitive, it's boring. And honestly, Chris, honestly, I know I've said this point a few times during any show that we're on when we talk about Rogers, right? Anybody wants, can't, who can't wrap their head around while we're doing so bad this season, go back to the start of the season and watch every single training video. They're only about two, two minutes, three minutes max, right? So it won't, won't take you long to get through them, right? If you watch them all collectively, you'll soon realise that that's exactly how Leicester try and play for 90 minutes. Passing ball, overhitting it, losing it to the bibs. And then the bibs do the same and lose it to the to the shirts. That's all they do every training session. Pass it into space and, and muck it up. That's all they've ever worked on this whole entire season. So if you all want to sit there and still come out and say that Brendan Rodgers doesn't take the blame, you have to put it on the players. Why? For what? What, what? what was this game week? Game week 25, 26? It feels like 56. It's been that depressing watching Leicester. Right, and he's not changed a single thing on the training ground. He doesn't change a single drill. He doesn't change a single way. He just muddles it around throughout the week, but it's still essentially the same thing. He just swaps the order he puts the jigsaws in. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, like I say, I, I haven't, I haven't got anything to come back to you. I have to be honest with you because I just, I just agree with you. Um, <laughs> I've got to say, look, Christensen, I said it on the thing there. Um, I'm surprised it took him four weeks to injure him. Somebody, well, you jokingly said it when we signed him. Yeah, we did. Uh, somebody at, uh, somebody with power at Leicester, and there must be somebody that's not got fucking balls halfway up their intestine that can actually go and look at it and go, what is going wrong? We've paid £100 million for this training facility and all we're doing is literally injuring people. Like I say, have we employed Harold Shipman to bloody be our club doctor? Because I wonder. I don't know who we've got doing it, but they're doing the job. Vague memory. I didn't want to comment because I don't know it as well as you do, but yeah, God, jeez. Hey, from your oh. neck of the woods, mate, Manchester. Dr. Oh, Death. great. Then I'll move. 
Um, um, this is a great yeah. game, and this this must be this must be Brendan coming in. Tripon onions, well, <laughs> Brendan, isn't it? Uh, backwards, sideways, and that's after going one nil down. Time to go. Uh, yeah. Jay's keep hitting the lights. Yes, please. Uh, players can only do the business on the pitch. It's down to the manager for organising the team. Look, you can argue that you know once those players cross the white line, the manager has little. Thing, but he does because you know they're stopping for an injury for a player, they all run over to get the quick drink, and he's there. And I don't know what he's telling them. He's probably saying, Come on, lads, we're only one nil down, we can defend this if we play really well. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what you say. And you cannot sack 15 odd players, you can sack, and as a manager, he takes responsibility. We said no place to hide after the January transfer window. Suddenly, we've got one of those players out for four weeks. I just don't. Somebody's going to look at it and go, What's going on here? I think Brendan Rogers, got, you know, sees the panic button, puts on his balaclava mask, two foots a player from behind, whips his balaclava off so the player can't see that it was him. And then he goes, Oh, no, there's an injury to one of the players. That's my excuse for the week. I'm sure he must do it. He must. He must disappear off training, and they think he's gone home. He circles round. He hides in a bush with his balaclava on. Comes out, tackles the player, takes him out, runs away. Comes back in the morning, like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Got injured by a mysterious attacker. I don't know. Right? I've today at big parts in this game. This is the most worrying thing because people that say all oh, the players got to do responsibility, they're following their manager's instructions with one simple action. Do you know what I saw a lot of today? This. The ball would go out of play or the or the, the 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 play would go wrong that they're trying to execute and three players would do this. Ah, what now? Mm-hmm. What do you want us to do? Because we just did it three times and it didn't work. Same again. Okay. Ah. Look, they look to the bench. They just go, what? This ain't working. Anything? No? Oh, okay, we'll try it again. I felt sorry for, for Dennis Pratt today and this, this justifies my... You know, feeling sorry for Harvey Barnes on the left hand side because every time Harvey Barnes got the ball on the left hand side, fans would moan because he'd get it out on the wing and he'd do this. He'd go, Oops, sorry, going back because I need to get the ball to face. I've gone too far. That's all Dennis Pratt did when he went on that left hand side. Is he come and get the ball? He'd look up and go, Southampton, 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 Southampton. It was like saying Candyman in the mirror. You don't say it enough times and something spooky's going to happen because he then, he turned around and went, no, you have the ball. I ain't seen Southampton for me. It's bad luck. It was embarrassing. And it's embarrassing. And like I said, the quality of the players for the lineup was great. The passive, the passiveness, the defensive, the, 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 the scared mentality that he sends them out with was shocking. I've seen more movement on a Sabutio game <laughs> than I have from Leicester today. Uh, I've got to be honest with you. And I'm more shocked from Target. You know who the man of the match is that's been picked by Alan? We'll come to that later. But I actually messaged him back and said, are you sure you want to give it to anyone? Because I thought <laughs> they were all that bad. For me, I've got to be honest with you, I would have given it to Dennis Pratt because I thought he did enough. And at least he was actually running at them. What 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 what's a man got to do to to nail down himself a place in this squad on a regular basis? He's been waiting in frustration. We've been, do you know what really gets me right? We've been some players been left frustrated in a way by the brilliance during the majority. 
We've had a description of him, but some players have been frustrated by the brilliance of Vardy, Madison, and on his day, especially Tillemans, right? And yet, Madison's carrying the weight of the club on his shoulders right now, which is just evident because he's given him everything again. The one thing that lad doesn't need is a list full of responsibilities, right? Tillemans is now knackered and croaked, and he's, he's not he's not interested in, in being at the club yeah. past May, so yeah. it doesn't matter anyway. Vardy yeah. is now eventually, you know, the magic's worn off, and unfortunately he's, he's, he's back to his mortal state again instead of being immortal. And we've just got nothing to offer because we haven't given these players enough. And this is where you don't count your chickens when things are going well, because yeah. all of a sudden three of your three of your nests move on. And all of a sudden, you've got players going, well, we, we could have, we would have liked to stay, but we're not convinced that we're going to get time. And that, look at the time, Brendan, that contracts are up, and we don't fancy being a Leicester player while you're here and not considering mm. it with someone else. So Nate says here, um, the ball crossed into Inacho, where he headed the ball back across, and everyone stood there watching. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know if it's the same one, Nate, but I saw, I, saw, I think it was Pratt that crossed it over. Nacho went up for it. It came back down. Not one Leicester player. K actually looked at KDH and he just stood there staring at the ball. Yeah. Never and thought that's about going in for it and maybe hoping for the knockdown or anything like that. No, and that's instructional. And that is that is the definition of it's almost the reverse. It's the anti of zonal marking in an attacking sense because what they do is they almost zonal attack. A ball will come in from, from the left-hand side like Pratt put in today and the players won't move um, because they're told not to because what they're waiting for is to just to fly the ball and go, right, it's over me. And then the next player will go, well, it's over me. So he won't move. And then the player might think he's going to get it. So he takes two steps and he realises he ain't going to get it. So he leaves it. And then Ian Acho, because they're trying to, because they're told to clearly pass the ball in the net as if a striker's not allowed to shoot unless it's within three yards of the goal under Brendan Rodgers. Ian Acho plays a header across the goal, sort of hits him, so you could say it's a bit of a howler as well, I don't know. And because none of them players have moved, like you said, Chris, they've cleared the ball with ease. And it was boring to watch. It was so boring to watch. It was painful because there wasn't static movement. It was Sabutio football. I felt like if I flipped my phone hard enough on one of them players, they might actually move. I was like, ah, come on, move, get in the box. You, get in there, challenge for that ball. And it all just went, oh, it's ball. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, no. the crossing was awful. I mean... Oh, yeah, I mean, the crossing was Pete, bad. Did we go too mad about him too soon? He's trying to do... He could have... You know, there's so many times that he could have passed it, and yet he wanted to take that extra touch, and oh, he went out over the line. Madison, oh. he's a great player, we know he is, but he wanted to do too much. He was there, he was, he, you know, he, he was almost like he didn't trust his teammates because, oh no, you, I, I don't give it to you, I'm going to have a go and have a shot here. And it, whoa, Skywoods and what have you. Oh. Uh, good evening, Nippon, how are you? Oh, we'll see you, uh, see you next week. Um C-U-N-W. No, that doesn't work, does it? <laughs> no movement, no fight, no nothing. Uh, welcome to the We Lost the Southampton Club. Yeah, but we just lose to everybody, Nippon. You know? Yeah, we're not special, mate, not like that. We, we, we just let everybody have three points. I'm not sure what Luke was watching here, but I'm going to, I can say, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Come on, put it out there. 
you're entitled to your opinion. He thought they looked okay. We just caught it on the counter. Um, the, the thing is, we was okay until we got hit on the counter. I think there's a little bit in what's being said there is, is a little bit true, because even you agree, up until they hit us on that counter yeah, to yeah. eventually get that goal, we were okay. Yeah. But that shows you the mentality. I mean, you talk about Madison having pot shots. That's desperation. He want, He's seeing the headlines. He wants to be the... He, that, that at least shows me passion from Madison because he's going, I want the headlines. I want to be the man that gets less to the point out of this game and gets keep, you know, gets gets his, our asses kicked and hopefully gets us onto a winner and it didn't happen. But it's not going to happen with this style of play. It's just not. Boris is in. Um, how you doing, Boris? Got a party uh, yeah. It's in the name. Seagrave is built on an ancient graveyard. It's cursed. <laughs> uh, Nate, yeah, it was the same one, Nate. Oh, I thought I thought it might be. Where's our next points coming from? He who mustn't be mentioned won't want to go. So he scored today. He scored today. Uh, Luke, um, they had a game plan, uh, like you said, zonal, but the players should think out of the box and go for it. Uh, James Haran, it's not out of one direction, are you? Uh, lads, I was at the in the away end uh, today and it was toxic. My dad took me to my first game in 2008 and that was as bad as I've ever remember seeing. After today, I'm convinced that we are going down. Um, £30, I don't know. If you want to give me £30, that's great. Uh, Chris, you are saying we lose to everybody, so do we win? Do we three wins? Chris, you're saying we lose to everybody. So do we. Oh, three wins in I get it. Sorry. But yeah. That's oh, what yeah. did you make? Ah, oh, £30 a ticket. He pressed, he pressed enter too soon. Please don't mention the phrase we were okay. We were an absolute disgrace. You know, the only thing that keeps my, my son, we were hoping to get a ticket because obviously I live down this part of the world and it's one of the games I can get to. And he messaged me this morning and said, Dad, Tickets haven't, there's no spare tickets in the Leicester end, but there's loads in the home end. I'm going to take Loz, that's his girlfriend, stroke fiance. Um, do you want to come? I went, I'm not paying to go and sit in the Southampton end, and you know, I went, okay. And then the next thing I get is a picture, he's on the train with a drink and what have you, hey, on our way. I'm thinking, like, yeah, how did that work out for you, Sean? <laughs> yes, not. Look, as I've prowled back now, it was never this bad, was it? The thing is, I think it was actually somehow still painfully slower under Powell, but we actually yeah. had ambition and players that were still wanting to drive. And it, it's literally like Brendan Rodgers is sucking the life and soul out of this club. At least... I don't know. It felt like with Powell that he he at least said, "Look, when you get the ball, go with it." But the best thing was to try and build from the back, you know, if we could. But if you saw the space, exploit it because there was a few games and a few times, not too dissimilar, is it? Do you remember? You know, you could compare the Villa win and the Tottenham win to the stay of execution of the Chelsea and Man City victories we got last season. I know Nippon's in, so I'm just going to say this right now: Should we just take the most painfulest nil-nil, just send it in as a result and swap managers. We'll take Potter from his big pond and bring the bring the big fish in into a, into a regular sized bowl, and you can have 
Brendan, I mean, I wouldn't wish him on anybody right now the way he's going, so I don't want him here as our manager. But if Liffin's up for it, let's just let's just call the whole thing off next week. Nil-nil, void the game, share the points, whatever it takes, and just swap managers at full-time. Instead of swapping shirts with any of the players, just swap, swap managers at full-time. Yeah, I... Somebody said in the chat, and people are saying, oh, well, if you got rid of Rogers, who's any better? I could say, who's any worse? Yeah, exactly. That's my I argument. Think you are, right? Yes, I would I have Prell back? Yes, because at least we were winning games. Right? So I would take Prell back. Yeah, no, I wouldn't take Peter Taylor back, although the thought did cross my mind. I would certainly take Ralph Houthanel, Um, you know, even if it's on a short-term rolling contract. Um, I mean, after that, I'm struggling, but I'm sure there are managers we can approach whilst we are a Premier League club. If we go down, then our options are really, really limited. Uh, and I can't see us doing a Burnley and coming straight back up again. I just... But there's got to be somebody better. And, and let's not talk Potticino. Yeah, we love him, but he ain't going to come. So let's just... Let's just get real. Let's let, let me just just tell me your thoughts, and I'm just going to Google who's out of work. I mean, that, that that's the only problem you have. I think the only option is is the double-edged sword is we're playing Chelsea next week. So if we lose to them, and Brendan's still in charge, then he's well, he's not just not going to get sacked ever. He's immortal if that if he doesn't get if we lose to Chelsea, he doesn't get sacked. But the option to replace him, and, and look, I've always had a chuckle at him. I can't blame him for making a job, but I always thought Graham Potter, well, he's out of his depth at yeah. Chelsea. It won't work. This, And then this new owner came, and then it was just clear. It was just collateral damage. He was a cheap option for someone to throw money at, and just so they could. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's the only logical option that you take. The problem is we know what you're going to get with, Bot- with Potter. And it's going to be boring, scrappy games that we win. And this 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 team needs a manager to suit the suit the playing style that suits these players. That look, we've we've fallen into this false trap before with Powell, which is why we're comparing him, Chris. And that is that these managers that come in with supposed great tactical knowledge, they sit there and let the side do what they want for a year and a half, and then they slowly integrate their ways and they go between and they die off and then eventually they go right stubborn stick no 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 twist anymore my way or the highway and that's what cost Powell and it's going to cost Rogers or surely to Christ it's going to cost Rogers his job sooner rather than later that's it we need a manager that plays the style of football that we know's there which is attacking we need that manager would Rafa Benitez really do a bad job for, for six months couldn't do any work I know but he couldn't do no, that's the thing. Like I say, yeah. give somebody till the end of the season. I mean, our UK says here, good evening, UK. Rogers is the Prince Harry of managers. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. We'll see when we see when we see Brendan Rogers on South Park, then we'll know things have got really bad. Um do you think Leicester will vent? Well, we, we, we live in hope, Nippon. We live in hope. Thomas Frank, he wouldn't come. Why would he come? Why would he come? Uh, Bielsa, no, absolutely not. Uh, Mancini, 
again, why would he come? He's turned us down once. Um, no, that, that, that man's got an impeccable agent because he's been naff for years. I don't know how he's gone from Belgian to Portugal manager. Been, no, that's not Mancini. You're thinking uh, Martinez. Oh, I thought he said Martinez. Sorry, I read it wrong again. Sorry, Roberto Mancini. Um, hang on, let me just do that. Roberto he hates Leicester. Mancini. <laughs> even, even worse, because he hates Leicester. For, he for, he, he I mean, he's, it's the only club that was doing so... He's, he hated his time so much at Leicester that after four games, he walked out to go and take the Florentina job. He went, stuff flame football. If depressed me that much, I want to go and manage. So, I don't know. <laughs> Unless he's forgiven us, I can't ever see Mancini being a Leicester manager. Philbert Fox? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a I'll choice. I'll take him right now. Get, bring uh, back cousin Dennis as his assistant. Get Vicky Vixen in in, in a job. Um, I'm you know. sorry, no. Benitez has gone past his sell-by date. I would not even have him for six months. Okay, look, let I me would. tell you who you would. I would. He'll give them a freedom. He'll give them a confidence. He'll give them the, the happy Gilmore feeling that this club needs. And they're moving on in the summer. Right. Do exactly give him a contract like what David Moyes had the first time round. Give it to the end of the season. Stick him on there, and then well, then go and hire somebody that's going to be interested because they're going to be far more interested in the, the job as a Premier League. Let me get to the managers here that are out of work currently. Go on, then. so and I don't know his first name. Tight, the ex-Brazil manager. Um, no, Thomas Schneider, the ex-German manager. Uh, now, here's a good pick. Joe Chimlo, the ex-German manager. No, thanks. I don't want... No, because... No. He, he uh, sniffs, sniffs his own crotch. He's weird. I don't... No, thank you. Potticino, we know he's not going to come, don't we? I'll take it next year, though, if we can stay up. Please. I'd take him, definitely, but yeah. I don't think he would come. Louis Enrique? I don't think he's got the right persona. He's not got the right persona for me. I think he's a bit of... I could be wrong. I could be mistaken with another manager, but I don't know if he's one he's of them. He's the ex-Spanish manager who's just been replaced by Martinez. Well, uh, might, I don't know. It might be worth looking in. Yeah. Uh, now, here's a good one. Uh, now, this is one that I would actually love to get, and I would say to Top, break the bank and go and get this guy, Thomas Tuchel. Mm -hmm. I yeah, he's he available, but why would he come to Leicester? Because he's not got a job. I mean, you know. Yeah, but Pops isn't. So. But why would he? Well, he's not going to go back to Chelsea because he absolutely hates Chelsea. And I, we all, everybody thought, oh, he's going to wait and laugh at Chelsea. They'll come begging for him to take them back. Yes, he could get a bigger club, but no bigger club to come in for him. Yeah, well, I mean, get it done now and, you know, next season guides us into the Europa League. I wouldn't mind him doing what he did at Chelsea and winning the thing. So, why not? You know, I know he was a Champions League, but beggars can't be choosers, can they, Chris? No, exactly. Exactly. I mean, obviously, all these managers, yes, they're out of work, but they've got a lot of money that they got when they paid off and they got sacked. Um, mm. So, you know, Zinedine Zidane, he would never come. Um, I know, but I'd take it right now. Yeah. Might See, need to throw in a book. Now, I Could don't Go on. Sorry, now, I was going to say, could you use him to Red Bull Brendan Rogers out the door if nothing else? <laughs> yeah. Now, funny, and I don't, you know me, you know me, I'm not one to name drop. Yeah, you are. I mean, All no, right. you're not. 
Oh, I am. Um, but I was actually speaking to this guy on the phone the other day, uh, Brian McDermott, ex-Reading manager, ex-Leeds manager. I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather Brian McFadden, to be honest with you. That's <laughs> going back some bloody heck now. Why not ring up Alan Kirbisley while you're at it, see if he fancies <laughs> it? He's, no, he's got a job, I think, in the Far East. And, uh, oh, no, I was screwed then. Hey, who is available? Stephen Gerrard. I'd, I'd rather nobody be in charge. Frank Lampard? I'd rather nobody be in charge. <laughs> what a team! The, the super team. The oh yeah, we we we'd have we'd have managerless Frank Lampard, who's got no adaptability, and then we get Gerard who teaches midfielders to slip. Grain. <laughs> no, I'm all right. I'd rather not. Benitez obviously is out of a job, but Nathan Jones. Do you want us to be relegated? <laughs> Yeah, the man that was out of his, the man that was out of his depth at the club that have just beaten us. The man that was out of his depth at the club that have just beaten us. Yeah. Okay, Chris, I'll see you in League Two, mate, because he'll take us down so quick. Think me out. No, hear me out here. So if we do go down, we've got championship experience. Yeah, championship experience. Like I said, you'll take us down so quick. We'll blink. We'll be in League Two. You know I jest. You know I jest. I know, but don't do that to me, please. Uh, Bruno Lager, ex-Wolves boss. Plays exactly what we're doing right now, so no thanks. You might as well stick with... That's probably one of the few managers I say you might as well stick with Rogers with and actually mean it, because it won't do no different. Ralph, it's all I played with Wolves. Would you have you Ralph, Ralph Hussenhall? Why not? You know what you say about these managers. We give them a chance. Oh, what would you do with a bit more talent, a bit more money to spend? Naturally, didn't get. He kind of missed out on that Southampton era. Well, let's see what we can do. He's available. He's the most. He's probably the most obvious choice in terms of names to be linked with Leicester. Why not? We we said, didn't we? <laughs> months ago, before he was still at Southampton, we'd take him. Um, and it's in fairness, Southampton to Leicester isn't that sort of jump that Potter's done from Brighton to Chelsea. No, and he'd probably want um, an arc of redemption, um, mm -hmm. wouldn't he? He'd probably want an arc of redemption to to kind of Everybody. if he comes in, if he if he comes in now and and and. Southampton do end up going down and he comes in and keeps Leicester up, he's going to say, see, look what happened, sort of thing. I told him to do it. No, I've got it sorted. Oh, I God, here we go. Sorted, Brad. Trust Uncle Chris. That's, that's, see, that's, that's, that's words <laughs> that's you should wrong. never hear and agree with. <laughs> that sounds wrong. Jesse Marsh. Forgot about him. <laughs> he's going... <laughs> He's going. <laughs> I nearly left the stream, but it'd be too much effort to leave and try and come back. <laughs> honestly, honestly, what a threesome, Jesse, Frank, and Stephen. I'd, I'd rather, you know what, I'd say something, but viewer discretion would be way more advised. I'd rather have my eyes gouged out. <laughs> right, I'm just on to page two now, and I don't think there's anybody further down. Well, there's Bielsa, but I think we agree on him, don't we? Oh, uh, yeah, can't wait to play exciting football and get smashed 6-0. <laughs> Andre Villa-Boas, do you remember him? Yeah, 
Tempe. I don't. I wouldn't even take him as a temp. I don't even think he'd be that good. He was at Marseille up until. Oh, he's not had a job since uh, February 2021. No. What? What? Uh, good. Good. Bennett. What bar are you scraping from? I'm waiting for you to say Tim Sherwood so I can punch <laughs> in the front. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great. But when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Looking on transfer market. Uh, <laughs> let's oh, uh, well. We'll, we'll take we'll take Messi on the right. Well, uh, oh, you mean for managers, not that sort of transfer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm on page three. Hey, uh, <laughs> I might not go any further. Oh, again, another obvious one. But we don't forget Jesse Marsh and get him Roy Hodgson. You know, I'm giving you all these ideas, and you're just batting them back at me. Don't know what I'm going to do. Mate, by the time he gets out of his old folks home and onto his Zimmer frame, it'll be the end of the season. He won't even make it to the first training session before the season's ended. Leave the hey. old man alone. Alex McLeish. I've got to say... Well, while you're at it, mate, why don't we just get old Martin O'Neill back? Just sod it. Let's go, let's go full scale. Let's go full nostalgia, right? We'll get we'll 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 get Kevin Keegan. We'll get them all. We'll we'll, we'll love it. We'll love it. We'll we'll, we'll get Shearer out to match the day office while we're at it. You know, we'll get him on the onside. Well, and we'll hire we'll hire Michael Owen as a motivational speaker. That's what this club needs. Life oil. We come to support him. In fairness, right, mate. In fairness, it's not exactly a good gene pool. Is it? You're looking. I'd rather take my chances with Neil Lennon than any of them you just named there in that batch. I'd rather take my chances. Actually, what, what, what harm could he do? Well, the fact that he's not in the first three pages worries me as an option, but maybe I don't know if he's still in the Scottish League because I don't know. He had a bit of a little... I think he is, to be honest with you. No, he had a bit of a wild moment, didn't he, for about six months in, in yeah. Scotland yeah. with some team. So. The ones that appeal to... I mean... If we could maybe tie his hands together, Joe mm-hmm. Jim Low. No, I'd rather not. He just he's just weird. He's a weirdo. I don't like him. I just I li- I like the thought of Thomas Tuchel. I don't think he'll come to us. I really don't. But I know no, he, I, I, I know he I honestly, but I honestly think you're piddling into the wind more than I am asking for Pochettino. Yeah. What about um Thomas Frank isn't gonna come. Vincent Company, let him have the glory of being in Burnley up and then go and pinch him. No, he's he, he's actually got a thing called a brain, uh, so he'll know this. He, he knows Burnley are in a Premiership hall, but 
mathematics. Let's face it, the way they're going the season, it's that. It's going to take them all. It's his first proper job since Antelect, I think it is. He might have had one in between, I'm not sure. But no, he's got a brain cell. He won't jump shit to get sacked 18 months later when we're 17th with him. He'll, he'll bring Burnley up and hope to be given the chance to prove his worth then. Maybe yeah. one in the future, I don't know. But he'd go against everything I say about these players getting straight into manership, man, management. Mm. He's got to earn it still. Yeah, um, to be honest with you, the others aren't really worth even mentioning. Um, yeah, and I think I think Houston Hall, I'd, I'd, I'd give him the job and say, like, you know, keep us up, the job's yours, sort of thing. He's he's the most likely of names, isn't it? And that that's a far contrast from where we were. If if you asked Leicester fans after winning the FA Cup, and and you said to them. Right, you've got no choice. Brendan's Brendan's walking. He's he's bolted out the gate while the while the while the story's good. He's he's won the FA Cup. He says he's leaving Leicester. Who would want the Leicester job and who would go for? We'd be buzzing about trying to take a Pochettino, trying to see if we could bring two shell if he got sat by Chelsea. We'd go now we're a far cry from their managers, and that tells you where the bar and level is right now, being at Leicester. Yeah. Nippon uh, says our form has been symbolic of late. Do you want Potter gone? Surprise, surprise choice. He's not allowed to bring the play. Well, other than the players he wants, but he's, he's been, players are being brought in. He knows yeah. nothing about. Is it time for him to go? And you've got a friend here, uh, Brad. Just Hannah. I might be biased because I still love Rob to bits. Rafa to bits. Sorry, sorry, Hannah. I don't know who Rob is. Uh, I still love Rafa to bits, but your man on the right is spot on. Depends which way you're looking at it. Hang on. So the man on the right is spot on. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be great at least till the end of the season. It can't, like I say, what we've got to say is not, is he any better? It's could he be? Could he do any worse? And I don't. No, he really couldn't. No. He, he he really couldn't, and that's the thing. Red Devil is in. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Um, no, it's, it's never too late for a manager swap. Just ask Watford. Uh, <laughs> no, it isn't. To be honest with you, because you hope that you're going to get a bit of a boost with the new manager. They come in, fresh ideas. Look at when they got rid of Sean Dyche and they, they actually then just promoted somebody from below. My worry with that is, like I say, everybody below Brendan is all Brendan's men. Um, but they might, you might just let them off the leash and it might just be enough to, to, to move us, you know, away. Uh, Martin O'Neill, definitely not. He's had his better times. Uh, if Roberto Martinez, I think we all agree we would avoid him. Luke, I just, I, if you want to say that to Brad, then Nathan Jones and the stories from the Welsh Hills. <laughs> Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer, to be honest with you, right? All joking apart, would I have Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer? He relegated Cardiff. Yes, but <laughs> he, like, let me, could he do worse than we are doing at the moment? I don't know. Ask Cardiff fans. But look what he did. Uh, he did better at Man United than um, Wreck-It Ralph or whatever he was called. Oh, I'm sorry. Stepping up from Fraser flipping Campbell as your own striker to Rashford might help you achieve a bit more than you did at Cardiff. Jesus, no. Christ. 
Because it's moving Nigel. I mean, we don't know what managers are out there that. But I mean, if we're going to get somebody that's in a job, they're not going to. Go for Graham Potter. Honestly, if we can somehow pull off a miracle and not lose next weekend, I know I say miracle. Get Graham Potter. He's proven at this level with Brighton. Wait. Wait, yeah, but he's not. He's not going to leave Chelsea. We have got the no, answer to all our dreams, James. Why did we not think of it? Oh, James, piss off, mate! I'm not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is like therapy, really, isn't it? <laughs> James, come on, mate. I mean, at least I was. I've been. Mean, at least I showed sympathy towards you in your front lampard. That's just cruel and unusual, mate. I'm not in the mood for this. Uh, UK, because Luton and Leicester both start with an L. Perfect fit. Uh, no. Anthony agrees with you. Benitez. Uh, James, Houston is a shout. That's if he wants to come back to the Premier League soon. Uh, Mike, still fuming. Had enough of BR. Well, BR and his bullshit. BS, exactly. Um, Nate, bloody rubbish. We just need to stay together now and keep fighting. When I see the team like tonight, it gives me confidence. The worry is you're not creating chances. Is that what he said? Is it? I wonder why they're not creating chances, Brendan. Sabutio football is your game, and <laughs> losing is the next. I said that wrong, but you know what I meant. You know what I meant. He's broken my brain, Brendan Rogers. Congratulations. I'll take the job. If Brendan Rogers gets sacked, he couldn't do any worse, mate. I'd back you. He couldn't do any worse. Sam Allardyce out of retirement. Again, could he do any worse? It depends on it depends on Allardyce, what tactics he's going to go. Is he is he going to be creative and do some things that he knows he can do when he's got a team of some caliber? When he was manager of Bolton, he played attacking, fluent football, and he looked brilliant. But when he had lesser players, it's, it's Allardyce long ball. So if he's too old and can't bother to mix things up and get his heart rate going again, then I can't see it being a good appointment. No, <laughs> he never got a chance at Leicester, did he? Yeah, he did. He was awful. Paolo Sosa was dreadful. Six games. So, you know, he, he 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 was the equivalent of. I know it was during that period where we were the original Watford and we were sacking a lot of managers, but he was dreadful. Now he was well out of his depth at Leicester. Um, it was similar to Rogers. He tried to get us to play a style of football, which ironically probably would actually fit us these days. Saying this, but. With a poorer calibre of squad in a division where you get torn to pieces, and you now in the championship, you, you easily see most games back then were getting 15 20 shots a game, and yeah. we were playing a way that our defence was getting crucified. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have him back anyway, he's a terrible manager. UK says rocking a dressing gown on the football live stream, <laughs> <laughs> because Leicester sent me to bed, mate. I need my therapy after this, I need a nap and a lie down, mate. That's why I'm all comfy. Don't know why you were debating about the manager. What about those players who gave such an appalling performance, showed no pride in our club shirt? You have to give mistakes for energy effort. No, Jack. We did say earlier, and it is the problem. I do know because people don't aren't always able to come in at the start, but we know that you've all got lives. The problem we said, as I said at the start, was you cannot sack fifteen players. Every club that sacked the manager, the players have got to take some of the blame. Of course they yeah. have. But we can't sack 15 players. Unless you're Chelsea, probably can. 
Oh, no, but, yeah, but what we want, yeah, all joking aside, the way you can yeah, do yeah. drop them out of the team, but you've still got to pay the wages, so you can't afford to bring 15 more in. And at the yeah, end of the yeah, day, yeah. the book, and I always say, the book stops with the manager. Yeah. I've, been, I've been a manager, I've been an area manager for sales, and if one of my staff or one of my shops was not performing, I was being asked, why isn't it? What have you done to, to sort it out? And I might say, well, this guy is, is not, you know, he's not hitting his targets week in, week out. So they might say, well, are you supporting him? Are you so it does stop with the manager always, always. Um, yeah. The manager is sat, you shouldn't touch him. He was sat for a reason. Uh, which one are you referring to? We've named a load Yeah. The problem is, is there's gnarly a manager out there that hasn't already faced the sack. I don't yeah. think there's a manager in, in sat in the Premier League right now that hasn't been sacked from from a role in his job. I hasten to add, if there has been any. I'm not just talking the Premier League. I mean, in general. Yeah, but we can't we can't sack the players. We know the players are bad, but they do what they are told. And like I say, if you want to go out and sack 15 players, you come on here and tell me how you would do it. Please. And tell me how you're going to replace them as well. Exactly, because I've no, I've no idea. I've no idea. That's why the manager goes. Um, do, 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 do. <laughs> I indeed, tried for. I'll yeah. take him. Yeah, I'll take him. <laughs> At least we we'll play four four flipping two, as you'd say, Chris. At least well, as you say. Funny you should say that, and I can't find it at the moment. But here we Ladies go. Ladies and gentlemen, England will be playing four. Four fucking two. There we go. <laughs> Needs a Leicester edit over that. That does. Yeah. You need um, to do that, Chris. You need to do a Leicester edit for it. Yeah. Ranieri, no. Uh, he was sacked for a reason, mind you say. Why can't players be sacked? I think we've just explained that. Um, I just. What what's going to cost the club less? Fifteen players sacked and then rehiring fifty and then hiring fifteen players, which you can't do and can't register because it's a, it, the, the laws just won't allow us to do that. So we'd be relying on the under twenty ones, who are bottom of their league. So that says enough yeah. about our development at the moment and where it's at. Yeah. Um, so sacking fifteen and trying to rehire fifteen, and it would be players you like. I said you won't be able to use because it's a registration system, or sacking a manager. And to those questioning the players, I understand it a lot, but you've also got to remember, this team used to run at teams until they were told not to. This is why we say the book always stops with the manager, because it's all well and good saying, oh, but they can do better than that. They know that, and they want to express that. But he's the one that puts them on the pitch. He's the one that make, tells them what to do when they're on that pitch. He tells them, this is how I want you to try and win this game of football. So they do what they're told because he's their manager. Whether he's getting paid, whether they get, you know, it's just one of the very few businesses where the wage structure doesn't really bother it. It's not, it's not who's earning the more most that's in charge. It's who they tell you is in charge. And if he's telling you to go out there and pass it slowly, keep possession of the ball, knock it quick, try and knock it quickly and get him behind every so often and hit them on the counter, then guess what Leicester are going to do? They're going to do that. And you can see that with the passes. How many passes yet again today, Chris, did you at least see? Uh, and did anyone else see where the ball was played over in front or behind a player who was already static because he couldn't make up his mind whether he, the bloke was going to pass him a forward or a backwards one? Mm -hmm. How many times did Tete have to run after a ball that wasn't 
hit well enough towards him and and and, and already play on the back foot. That that that's the thing that the manager takes the biggest book at. And we've seen what these players can do when they're given the freedom to play their way. Yeah. And again, Boris, I mean, if players knew they could be sat, they would play better. Maybe they would. But look, they sign a contract. We pay 15, 20 million. I mean, we've gone from a team that was able to pay 40 million, 30 million to players that can now only afford 15, 20 million for players. It's a lot of money, I grant you. But we can't sat them. All we can do is try and sell them. Who's going to buy them at the moment? You've got Madison. You got Telemans. Well, we're not going to get Telemans anyway. Madison, we get but we, you know, we just can't say to these players, right? You're not playing now because we're still paying them 80, 90, 100 grand a week. You know, um, I tell you who I, and we're going to move on from managers after this because I started it as a bit of a joke, but we yeah. have this slide. Uh, and fair enough because our manager is a joke. I've got, to, I've got to put this, everybody that joined late, I'm going to put this back up. If you ever wonder why we've got a clown as a manager, look, there he is. He's got one of those flowers on him. He's got water out of. Um, David Moyes. Yeah. What about him? Would you? No. Um... Because he's just West Ham's the only club in this division we have something in common with. An incompetent manager that won't change his ways, that keeps getting his players injured with his hideous training regime and can't string a run together to save his life. I mean, I don't want to bring it up, Chris, but being since you mentioned it, everybody thought West Ham playing Brighton after they just spanky doodled a team 4 0. And what did I say? Yeah, they're going to get their own taste of it. They're going to get battered by Brighton because they can't beat Brighton in the, in the league. They never have in the Premiership. And lo and behold, 4-0 came around, smacked them in the face. Oh, well, it might have only been 1-0 against Southampton, but it was just as painful as slap man in the face. Yeah. It's like, the one chance to break a hoodoo for Leicester. The one chance to take points when everybody else has dropped them. There you go. Cough. Back to where you go. No, thanks. West Ham have got a bad enough problem. They can keep their problem. We don't want to swap problem for problem. Uh, Nate's got the answer there. I'll back out of the viewers' manager if you're with me on the staff. <laughs> I've majored in sports psychology. I think we all need a sports psychologist to work out why we've yeah, got I'll, uh, um, Nate, I'll bring you in as team therapist, mate. Don't you worry. You're in. You're in. What Manuel Pellegrini? Problem is, you see, I know I don't know enough about football. Brendan obviously doesn't, you see. That's the difference. I don't know. That guy's looked about 75 since he was about 30. I don't know how old he is anymore, Pellegrini. Yeah. Um, is Vardy finished or just used? I think he's finished, to be honest with you. Uh, he's done. Now, like I said, his, his immortality has been rescinded by the gods of the footballing world. They've removed his immortality. Now he's a he's a, a sh- not even, he's not even a shadow of his former self. He's barely a glare. But again, is that him or is that the guy above him? You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Says, Why not just admit they are crap? Leicester City are crap. There you go, Mrs. Davis. Yeah, there we're crap. Go. There you go. You got you got the you got the bingo card. We're just crap. <laughs> exactly. Um 
Okay, so let's have a look. I know you're not a huge fan of uh, stats, but we're going to have a look at them anyway today. I know it's, I know it's, I know it's painful, but you know, bear bear with me. Let's take that off. There we go. So um, have a look at that because now this is Discord.com, but it is independent. It isn't done by the fans or anything like that. Oh look, not one of our players got in the uh, top five best players on the pitch. Shock horror. I know. Kelechi got the most. I can't even be asked to play Nacho Man. Um, he got because he don't deserve it after this. No, he didn't do anything with it. Tete, we've been knocking him, but look, and indeed, when he came on, fair play to them both. They both got the most tackles in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, dribbles, just Ricardo Piera. Um, Let's have a look here. Uh, this is the attack side. Uh, Leicester in blue. Look at that. 11 shots, one on target. How yeah, look at them. 11 shots, one on target. Shouldn't that technically be two on target for them? Because the penalty was on target. It was just saying. <laughs> uh, but it just shows you that one, don't you? And we, we've gone 180 minutes without a shot on target. It's, it's just the more you say, Chris, the more depressed this result makes me. Please stop. <laughs> 180 minutes, mate. Not one shot on target. 270 minutes, not one goal. Victor Christian, I'm just looking. I'm just getting... You know what, mate? You've just rem you, you've you've depressed me that much. You've just you've just reminded me of a name that, and it's one of your Leicester special saviors, of course. Why did I not think if he can get Mark De Vries to score in a Leicester shirt, surely he can get Leicester winning? Surely it's time to bring back Craig Levine. <laughs> We've got that bad. There we go. We've hit that level. There we go. Bring back. I can go. I can go one better than that because Mark De Vries himself is currently a manager. Oh, well, great. <laughs> dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, that shut you up, didn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. That made it worse. Uh, so there, there's our attacking 44 down the left, 36 down the right, 20 down the middle. Shot direction, nothing from the wings at all, virtually as you can see. Um, shot zone, 0% in the box for the second week running. <laughs> Which was the area where we tried to get it to, to walk it in the fucking net. That's embarrassing. Yeah. You know, in the first, here we go, in the first um, 30 minutes, 41% was in Southampton's third. Sure about that, because I don't remember it. No, well, I only know it because it came up on the screen. But now let's have a look at this, because you know I love this one, my heat maps. Yeah. So, that's the whole team. So it does look like we actually had, well, we did have more possession on it, didn't we? But um, we had 826 touches. Southampton had 536. But the most Jesus. touches without actually um, putting it. Now, Jamie Vardy came on in the uh, 
minute? I don't remember, mate. The game was a blur to me. Uh, that's his heat map. Don't know if you can see that. Yeah, you get more heat off the off a map from the South Pole. <laughs> you do. Now, Barnes, who was taken off, that was his heat map. Oh, look, stuck and spinning on a spot as soon as he gets in there off, because that's what he was told to do. Yeah. Uh, look at Tetty. Yeah. A bit yeah. there. So, 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 so a concerning amount about what he's getting instructed to do when there's slightly warmer, cold area is in the defensive half, doesn't it, Chris? Yes. Yeah. Now, Mendy, when you picking up that beat. That's Mendy. Oh, look, yeah, the man who can defend that line and try and push forward, doing it exactly there with that map. Well, at least we know one player can do the role that Brendan says he can. And that was indeed. Oh, look. Indeed, he came in and was straight line defending, and then was the straight line defence in their half. Yeah, it shows what he can do. So at least, at least he knows what his centre defensive midfielders can do. And there's Pratt, pretty much doing his job. Yeah, look, I'll go up and down, up and down, up and down, and then I'll get the ball over here to quickly run across down in their half, just so I can run up and down, up and down, up and down on the left. Yeah. Like I said about Pratt, I feel... nobody is. Yeah, exactly. Um, Dewsbury Hall. So far, any deeper, mate, and he's been playing as a third centre-back. This tells you, I mean, that, that really piddled me off. Why is our second most creative player on the pitch practically playing alongside the defence? It was annoying to see that heat map. Yeah. That was Piera. Who... Did Pierre have a brick wall on his way? Oh, no, no, sorry, my mistake. I was, I was thinking he couldn't get past it halfway line, but he couldn't because we we passed the ball so slowly around the back that the poor left and right backs were left barely getting into their half. Okay, that explains that. that, that. Yeah, who managed a little bit more forward because he tried it a little bit more on that side. Yes, yeah. This is stark, isn't it? We're it an is. absolute mess. It is very, very... Not good news at all. Obvious. But so, you know uh, what? Let us do a little bit of a uh, a player rating, shall we? Do we have to? Yes, we do. Right, that <laughs> I had to zoom in and take the camera off so I could see all the things you're bringing. Because I can't <laughs> see. Right, Don't worry. Um, we'll be back and do that right after this. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Look at that, perfect. What timing? What timing? It's like you've been practicing and the more you've done it. <laughs> I don't waste my days, you know. <laughs> right. I'm going to keep quiet because the old um, echo is back. So I'm going to let Can you say Danny Ward has come out and said, highly frustrating. I'd yes. be pissed off if I was him as well. From yeah, I don't think those are the words that I would use. Right, let's have a look then. Let's see where we go. Um, 
Let me just get it up there. And we'll get with, start with Danny Ward. Um, I'm going to give him an eight. He saved, he saved a penalty, and he was our, probably our third best threat from that 93rd minute corner. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, you messed this up, didn't you? So you got all cocking confident about anything now. You've really got to mess up the screen. Yeah, that's karma for you. That'll teach you. Uh, uh. He gets an eight from me, yeah. I mean, the goal, but there's nothing really you can do about that. Defence splitting pass. He's left one-on-one. Um, so yeah, saves a penalty. <laughs> you know, I know he got nowhere near the cross into the box in the end, but I mean he was up there. It was as good a shot as any to score with the way they were playing. And I can't keep talking about it anymore until you sort it out. Because yeah, I'm just gonna give him an eight, mate. And as he managed to do this guy, how's he managed to do this, folks? The one job he has is set everything up, do all the hard work and donkey work, and he just can't get it right, can he? Anyone think he's got three hundred Pictures loaded and it's just simple clickety click. Good and belly. You can't rely on the stuff these days. Do you know what? You know what? The thing is, Leicester Mercury have a habit of changing everything around at the last minute. Yeah, I just saw the words Brendan and Sacking got excited then, but now I remember it was the old headlines. He asks a favour of the fans. Fuck off. Um, yeah, we'll do a favour. We'll, we'll all chip in together to get your taxi out. There we go. Okay, so you are going for. Oh, where is it? You've okay. lost it. You've lost you are going mind. for eight for Danny Ward. Yeah, I think the poor sod deserves it today. He did everything he could, but he still couldn't get Leicester on the winning end. Yeah. Do you know what, though, Brad? As hard as I try, I always feel like it'd be like losing the answers when you're doing a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. all right. <laughs> Sorry, mate. So um, yeah. you knew that was coming. You knew that was coming. I've had a few good jabs in it, both you and Steve over last week or so. So I'll, I'll let that one go. <laughs> um. Well, he got a seven off uh, Leicester Mercury. Oh. Off our Jordan. Um. Ricardo Pereira. He tried. God loves trial. Bless him, he tried. And um, I don't think he did much wrong. The way we played, um, that, that, that just ruined it for him. He can't play his natural game, get us forward as quickly. He should be supporting Tete, not the other way around. Um, I'm going to give him a seven, though. He didn't do that badly. He was just restricted by the way Brendan instructs them to play. And the way he instructed them to play was passive. Sorry. Yeah. Got a six. Um, we do know there's an echo, so which is why we're going straight. Really yeah. Uh, Harry Sutar. Didn't do much wrong. His height is... Great for us in defensive tackles, but it does worry me when a centre-back's got to make a last-ditch tackle to try and stop an attack from happening. He nearly got the You what? I know, I know, I know, but it's been so long since we've had like a Steve Walsh and a Matt Elliott or a Jerry Taggart in that box. Probably Robert Hooth was the last one. I only scored a handful of goals for Leicester, but he was the most clinical from that range. Mm. I, suppose in a weird, I suppose in a weird way that allowed Wes Morgan to get a couple of goals as well. 
was kind of hoping Sutol would be able to do the job at both ends. I'm asking too much for a bloke that costs 15 million from bloody Stoke, aren't I, Brad? I don't know why I'm expecting to be brilliant at both ends, but Kenny wasn't bad. Um, I'm going to have to give him a seven. Seven. Got a six off Jordan. That was a six, seven. You know, it's there and there about. Phase. Again, it's not like he did anything wrong. He didn't make any disastrous tackles. Um, it was fairly sound. In, in, in reality, for what Southampton actually offered to going forward, it, it makes it even worse that we lost to them, if you really think about it. Um, he gets a seven. Did do anything different to Sutar? Five from Jordan. Okay. Uh, I thought he'd gone the same. Hmm. I thought he'd get them the same because they do the same job. Uh, Castagne, mm -hmm. I've got to mark him down for the penalty. I have to because I know he's sliding in, but you don't need your arm doing that. You need your arm close to you. Then you get the benefit of the doubt. You know, if it hits him when his arm's there, they're, they're going to overturn it. They're not going to give that. And I know it wouldn't change the game because they, they score from open play anyway. I don't, you might argue that it could have changed it not being given in the first place. But you're thinking too far out, so I'm some, the realm of the hypotheticals. Again, the, I can't blame him for the for the poor management in, in terms of tempo denied him the better part of his game. He wasn't on his favourite side as well because of Christensen being injured. Uh, shock horror there. But I've got to give him a six. I've got to give him a six because it was just... I know it didn't cost us, but it really should have. It really Five should have. Five mm. Papa Mendy. Did his job for the limited ability that that Leicester had to get forward because every time they turned to phase, they, they'd allowed seven or eight Southampton shirts to get behind. So we didn't really see much of him in that attacking press, but he tried to clear up the jobs well enough. Probably wasn't involved in his secretary role as much as we hoped. So, sturdy enough job. Did okay. It's a six. Um... Yeah, six off Jordan as well. Jewsbury Hall. I don't like him as a central defensive midfielder because he did okay and he did a reasonable job, but he's absolutely wasted there. He should be a playmaker. He should be in the middle of the park receiving the ball, facing the opposition. So but before the ball's, by the time the ball's at his feet, he's already 10 yards into their half and he's running at them and they're backpedaling. That's how you get this team on the front foot with players like him. Absolutely wasted a CDM. Having said that, I think he did just a good enough job in that role as Mendy, despite it not being a position he should ever be finding himself playing in. I'm going to give him a six. Got four off Jordan. Yeah, well, I don't blame him for that. And I, I maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be harsh on Jordan today. I'm really not. Me and him are going to be on speaking terms today for this because <laughs> I don't. Sure that's not his position. That's not his position. That's not a role we should ever envision such a creative spark in midfield as Jewsbury Hall should ever have to play. No, no, you're right. Why was, why was Mendy not on at the start if that was the case for me? Madison. People might hate me for this. 
But again, I can't really blame him. I'm going to do a Jordan with the rating here to make kind of make the sense here. He was dragged from left to right and was basically told that the middle of the park, his strongest area, was basically like the lurk and he couldn't go anywhere near it. Um, he wasn't. He tried to get in the game. He tried to win us free kicks with his twists and his turns and his flailing legs, like like them players do in that position. Um, but he gets a five. Brendan Rogers forced him out of the game, so he didn't really do much. He was out on the left. He was out on the right. What's he? Yeah. What's a creative attacking midfielder doing there? Got so, six yeah. off, uh, got six off Jordan. Um, Tete. I feel like I'm on repeat, Chris, and it's giving me a bit of a migraine. But why is a right winger playing as a right wing back? Because I saw more of Tete picking the ball up just at, just like five, ten yards outside her own box off Ricardo than I ever thought I'd see of him. He's a right ringer, right? We signed him to play as a front, in that front three, right? He lined up with Madison in the middle and Iacho in front of him, right? So, so why did he spend the majority of his time on the pitch being asked to get back and help defend and pick up the ball and try and drive us forward 10 yards inside our own half? It confuses me. A lot of these players were screwed by this passive by this passive nature that Brandon has us playing where he's all hands on deck and every man for himself defending for their lives and nobody within two yards ahead of the box. It's woeful and it's stifling players that have got such great creativity and potential in them. He gets yeah. a five. Because what he's paid to do, he wasn't allowed to do. That's why I'm giving him a five. Yeah. Four off Jordan. Again, I can't argue with that. He wasn't allowed to do the job that we technically pay him to do. Yeah. Um, My poor child. Our poor child, Chris. We thought he grew <laughs> up and then... And then, and then we saw we saw Bambi, and we saw him going out towards the ice, and we screamed and stopped and up in slow motion because Dave. Oh, you said Tater Peeler's name, so I get to use it. Oh, it was like watching Aki Bai have about twenty chances at Liverpool. You remember that? You remember that cursed game? And we lost like three nil or four nil to Liverpool, and Aki Bai missed about seven open goals. It felt like deja vu, and I nearly I was nearly sick. He got in positions, and he was the only one that actually moved in the game of Tabutio slash musical statues in the attacking sense for Leicester today. But you just sat there and went, oh, no, don't get bullied by the kids when you're going to school tomorrow after all them chances you missed, bless you, because you tried. At least he tried. I'm gonna, I, wanted, I was going to give him a five or a four because he was so horrific. And the sympathy wants to give me a six, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick in that middle. I'm going to sit on the proverbial fence and give him a five. I think he deserves a four. No, I don't know. I think he does deserve a four because it's shocking chances to be missing. No, it's a four, Chris. I can't let sentiment get involved. It's a four. He missed shocking chances. He really did today. He had a proper hacking by in front of goal, I'm afraid. And I love him. You know I love him to bits. I really want him to see the less I have since he signed. So it hurts to give him a four. It really does. Dell boys in what the freaking crack, Dell? How are you doing? Good with I haven't you. even got the heart to, to, to do a, an Irish back to you there, Dell boy. Just the bleeding story with Bournemouth. <laughs> I haven't got the energy, mate. I, Leicester's depressed, mate, but I hope you're well, mate. Uh, four to Kelechi got five off Jordan. All right, Jordan, me. Hard words, mate. Sorry, sorry, I was just oh, Harvey Barnes. 
Did he play? First half, apparently, when he was on the pitch. Could have fooled me. <laughs> you know, you talk about a one-man team. I don't think so. I think we're a two-man team. Because we clearly need Christensen on the pitch. Because he doesn't trust anybody else to play that style. I don't. I, it actually baffled me a little bit. Because when I actually saw Castagne on the left, I thought, OK, not his favourite side, but he'll attack like he does on the right. And we've got Ricardo on the right, so we know we're going to get attacking on the right. <laughs> How stupidly wrong was I? But it completely left him for dead. You know, I remember at big parts in that game, the likes of Madison, Ian Acho, uh, I mean, it didn't really matter, but Vardy, when he came on, Harvey Barnes in that first half, they had three or four Southampton players around them. By the time the ball even arrived at them, let alone in the attacking, threatening area, he gets a four. He had nothing to do. He couldn't do anything. He stopped seeing the ball after they scored. Well, he got a three off Jordan. I can't argue with it. Uh, he was pants today. He, 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 he was the biggest sign of lethargic energy. He seems to have nothing about him today. Uh, just quickly running through Pratt, Vardy and Ndidi. Pratt gets a six. Put the yeah, effort in. What Jordan gave him. Ndidi gets a six. Did the job that was asked of him. Uh, got a four, uh, got a five off. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not rating Vardy. He didn't offer anything. He didn't do anything. He's not been used right. I've told told Brendan before, don't play him if we're losing. Play him when we're three in the lot. Let him have a run out. Let him try and get a bit of confidence. Sneak a goal when we're absolutely battering teams. Don't play him without. No, don't even give him one, Chris. Don't, don't. No, he doesn't deserve no. a rating. He get one. No, he doesn't get a one. He doesn't get anything. He didn't contribute anything. He didn't offer us anything. He didn't even give us that energy on the pitch. He looked exhausted. He looked fed up with trying the same thing over and over again. And Vardy score epitomises where Leicester are right now. Zero. Fine. Your 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 decision. It pains me, mate. It really does. For some of these yeah. players to give them such low ratings, knowing what they're capable of. Well, okay. That is the whoops today, is just out of interest, what did Blackwell rate him or did he not look? Uh, yeah, we've already got a four. Um, better sentence. Last question. Looked for an hour and a half and thank you for this. Um, I did see a very good question earlier that I highlighted. Uh, I was in the away end, no matter how bad we are, constant booing and chanting nothing ain't going to help the team. Oh, one second, I'm reading it. Ain't going to help the team or give them any confidence, especially booing when Brendan applauded us at full time. Brad, is it not the fan can show the displeasure? Are we not allowed to be unhappy with what we've just seen then? So, are you asking all the fans of Leicester that love this club, that have seen this club through ups and downs, and whether they've not? We've got new generation, old generation, Leicester fans. It doesn't matter how long we've been supporting Leicester. Are we supposed to sit there and watch our team play bottom of the, the, the bottom team in our league, right, and play that effortless, that gutless, and that passive, that it's almost like you could play a, you could play a game of where's Leicester? You know, like where's Wally? Well, the Wally's in the dugout, right? So don't worry about that. 
But where's Leicester? Who's gone? They've gone missing. They're very difficult to find because that's not the identity that Leicester have come to grow and build a reputation around. But but we're supposed to go and sit in the stands and go, we lost the bottom of the league and didn't play and didn't have a shot on. No, no, they're going to feel how it's it's absolute daylight daylight robbery. And I know you haven't mentioned it, and I've, I'm sure you forgot because it's so disastrous. But there doesn't deserve a man of the match tonight. I would give it to anyone who paid any form of money to go to that game. I don't care if you was given a free ticket and paid four fifty because you live in Southampton to get on a bus to go to the game to pick up a ticket. You deserve a man of the match award for turning up to watch that tonight. I know, yeah. I thought I'd let you bring it in because you didn't bring it up. Give me a segue to use it into it. But if you're it. telling me we have to sit there and clap no matter what, then I'm sorry. I, I cannot ag- agree with you on that. Your opinion fares. I, I, I get it to a point, but you just cannot. Mm. But but does does it help them going off the pitch and you? Oh, we've lost. Oh, but at least the fans cheer. No, I want I want to go off. If I play a sport right, and I've played well and I'm frustrated with the result, I want to be able to walk off and go. I played well myself, but I'm still pissed off because we lost because we didn't play well enough as a team. I don't want to have people going, ah, well played, you played really well today, but you lost. I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't play well enough because we didn't win. I want to know that and I want to be able to, I don't want to walk out to a stadium again and ever hear fans being like that as a player. I want to go out there next week. I want to go out there the next day, right, and play the next opposition. I don't want to wait six days. I don't want to wait two days. I don't want to wait 24 hours. I want to play them as soon as we get back to the King Power. I want to say, Chelsea, you meet us outside King Power, we'll kick off our game now because we're giving you a pasting for that. That's how I want my players to react to a fan's reaction. I want to see it and I want to see it from the man who gives them the instructions how they play. That's what I want. Can't argue. And I'm hard to argue with sometimes. I'm going to wind it up now. Brad... Well, I just load something, just tell everybody where they can find you. Well, can find me here usually, but if you want to follow me doing more rants and talking more football, go and check out my YouTube channel. It's called Top 10 Battles. Legend is Chris here. He puts the link in the description. So if you are new, do check that out. On your way down, make sure you like and subscribe to this channel as you go and check out the links. But yeah, support, show support there. Uh, and if you really want to follow me talking football all the time, on Twitter is the best place to find me. My Twitter handle is at Full Time Focus. Yeah. Well done, mate. I will see you Monday night at nine o'clock for the debate show. Hopefully we're debating who's who's our new gaffer. <laughs> Would be nice. Have a good one, mate. Take care. See you later. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Yeah. Do go and check Brad out. Um Top ten battles. Uh, this is a. I say it's football with a difference. It's, it's trying to do something a little bit different. Um, but uh, and yet, as I say, we, I do know there's an echo. I, it's it's Brad because if you notice that if I'm with somebody else or on my own, there's no echo. I don't think is there an echo now. I don't think there's an echo now. I just don't know what we can do with Brad. Uh, it starts off okay, but it just gets worse and worse and worse. Um, as we go through, I really say don't know what to say. But um, let me tell you something. This Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV.
going to do something a little bit different tomorrow. Yes, the watch along for the Bahrain Grand Prix. We are starting it. We're trying it new. And um, I think the Grand Prix starts at 5 o'clock UK time. So we'll be start going live at 4.30. Uh, we've got some nice graphics to show as well. So hopefully uh, just a little bit different. Let's just forget the football. <laughs> See you tomorrow at 4.30 for that. Thanks to everybody that was in the chat. If you've been new, please subscribe. Whether you're new or you're not and you subscribe or you're not, please smash that like button. It basically puts this channel on the home pages of when people go onto YouTube that would that aren't following us. And they might just sit and go, oh, let's have a look at that. And, oh, he's an extremely handsome young man. Let's follow his channel. Yeah, they wouldn't think that, would they? But you know what I mean. But so liking it helps. And if you want to join, one ninety nine for the membership, you get exclusively for discounts on uh, Leicester Till I Die merchandise. You need a code for that. You get that off me. Uh, you need um, you get sort of join the community, the YouTube community, and you get posts and questions and things that are just for the members, not for everybody else. There every couple of days. And if you ever want to come on a live show, let me know in advance and we'll do our best to get you on a live show uh, uh, at first choice. And there's a, I think there's a couple of other things as well. Can't remember what they are. $1.99 a month. That's all it is. We had gold. We had silver. We had bronze. Now we've just got the Fox membership. But the cost is the bronze. The same as the bronze. Good God, it's half past ten. Match of the day must be on. Yeah, I'm not going to bother watching it. Thank you to everybody who has been watching on Leicester Till I Die TV, Twitch, and YouTube. And uh, if you have been listening on Catch Up on the podcast, thank you so very much. That is Leicester Till I Die. Thank you for lending me your ears. I'll be back tomorrow. If you like a bit of Formula One, if you don't, I understand. But if you do, I'll see you then. Take care and uh, take it away, Arnie. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That's all, folks. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in 
Uh, participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.